Check, check, check. One, two, three. Hello, 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 hello. Is this thing on? Hello. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to If Plants Could Talk. This is Garrett. I'm your host. This conversation took place on April 4th, 2022, with my very special returning guest, Cactus Update, also known as Alex. Alex joined me virtually from his greenhouse in the desert of Arizona. It was absolutely awesome to see just how vast his greenhouse is and just how many plants he has. I mean, they are stacked and it's outrageous that he's able to tend that many plants and continue to still add more and graft more constantly and meanwhile, consistently push out really good content. I've been very impressed by his reels lately and especially when he's being comedic and, you know, we all need to laugh right now. The world is crazy. So Alex is awesome, man. I, I really, really uh, enjoyed this conversation this time. It was nice after having an episode together, like actually just feeling very casual with him. And I, I felt like I could talk to him for hours. It was definitely awesome to connect with him again and really actually get to see a closer look into what his garden is like. So really looking forward to bringing you guys that. I'm actually going to post this interview in full video on Spotify. Uh, right now, video podcasts on Spotify are in beta testing, and I've been lucky enough to be invited to participate in being a guinea pig. So uh, hopefully it turns out okay. On every other platform, it will still remain audio like Apple Podcasts, but I will also post a video to YouTube, but I'm really looking forward to experimenting with this. And speaking of videos, I'm currently seeking an intern, a paid intern. Uh, I'm creating a couple positions for If Plants Could Talk. I need somebody that is capable and has experience in editing videos and just little short preview clips that could be made into reels and posted on social media, such as Instagram, TikTok, and uh, perhaps that person could double as social media and marketing, or I could find somebody else for that. But it's definitely paid per gig, and it's it's a small budget, but I'll make sure to take care of you. And I'm trying to get the podcast to a point where I'm able to have a budget for every guest, no, no matter how big or small, and uh, hopefully have a little wage for myself as well. So I recently got some new equipment. I got uh, two new cameras coming that are going to make us capable of in-person podcasting and high quality video uh, at my house. So a uh, new recorder as well. Really looking forward to bringing those on and really hoping that I'll find someone that's a good fit that wants to be a part of this. So I'm calling out to you guys now. If you think you can contribute in any way, and I mean any way, uh, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I, I'm constantly looking for new ideas. I'm not closed-minded at all, and I, I have no idea what I'm doing when it comes to this, and I just am not a big um, marketer, really, honestly. And so, and I just, honestly, I, I like doing the podcast. This is what I like to do. And everything else is... um more of a task. So if I can find someone that can be passionate in those things and assist in any way to make this podcast grow, that'd be awesome. I'm especially looking for somebody that has experience in crowdsourcing. So uh, I can create a budget for all of the guests. I would like to present an offer to Alex. We talked about him doing a grafting video on the show soon. And uh, people like DA Pottery. We talked about doing a history of pottery episode. Uh, Crime pays, but botany doesn't. I definitely want to be able to offer these people uh, 
money for their time, you know, especially if they're taking the time to present and, and they've been on before. And uh, I definitely appreciate anyone that comes on here and sets time out of their day to come on here and be vulnerable and put yourself in front of however many people. So please hit me up. I'm sorry for talking your guys' ear off. I hope you guys enjoy this video. If you are listening on Apple, make sure to head over to Spotify or to YouTube. All right. Thank you, everyone. Here's Alex. I'm trying to I'm trying to expand. We'll we'll talk more on the show here. Let's see. What have you been up to this Anything's morning? Here. Uh honestly working. <laughs> just taking my I'll probably just work a little later to make up for this, but it's really You're a teacher, right? Checking professor? In uh no, I, I used to teach high school photography. Uh -huh. I've had that for almost twelve years. Wow. And now I work at the university as um, the Adobe specialist. I, my title is actually funnier than that. It's Adobe evangelist. Adobe um, evangelist. Yeah. So I do a lot of things. It's um, support, admin, outreach, create materials, do consultations, do workshops. So um, it's a fun job. And it's, So you're not technically uh, an instructor. You're like a consultant. Yeah, exactly. And I do help teach a class and I'll be teaching a class next fall. So I'll, I'll be um, a little bit of an instructor, but it's kind of nice. Um, you know, your, your schedule is a lot more flexible if you don't have a, a class yeah. to teach. You know, well, we are. And it's from home 90% of the time. That's amazing. Yeah, we are rolling. Yeah. And, and, and it's definitely cool, something cool. I'm interested to hear about for sure. Like uh, it's, yeah. it's been a while since I've spoken to you going on yeah i think i might have still been maybe? teaching last time <laughs> yeah because right. i i've been in this position a little over a year now so mm -hmm. it's been a good change nice although it was it was very hard to leave teaching um very hard but well first yeah. and foremost welcome back to the show thank you for doing this <laughs> thank you, are, you i'm happy to be here <laughs> you are a, definitely a well-respected and uh recommended guest people always asking about you you got uh, a, a very large a uh, portion of, I think, video views on, on one video uh, during that time. Everything else was kind of slow. But um, uh -huh. and there's people, so a few people in particular. When's Cactus Update coming back on? So, <laughs> Well, here I am. I mean, it's, I don't know how much of it is deserved, but I'm always happy to talk about plants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what was I going to say about uh, Oh, are you thinking about creating your own uh, program eventually with the skills that you're developing and courses that you're offering? Um, at the university, we are, um, we have a vice provost. It's, it's a kind of like a director. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't quite understand what a vice provost is to be perfectly honest, <laughs> mm -hmm. but um, she's developing a minor that has to do with, with um, digital teaching in general that will probably tie some of this into, but uh, I, I personally won't be developing it. I'll probably be assisting. Yeah. Um, but, but more than anything, I just, my, my ultimate charge is to help people uh, do be creative, uh, yeah. value creativity and find a place for creativity in their academic, professional and personal lives. So, um, doesn't matter if they're art students, business students, or um, an accountant on college on the campus. We we just want them all to to be digitally fluent. 
<laughs> so essentially you not only encourage, but facilitate, uh, yep. that as well. From yeah. So from I, I do workshops. Yeah. It's, it's super fun. Um, yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, the reason why I asked was I could, I was talking about like maybe your own course, you know, like a, like mm -hmm. a virtual course. Cause it seems to be, you know, becoming more popular. There's new certificates popping up all the time that are oh, yeah. uh, virtual courses. Mm -hmm. Do you know your way around no, Premiere? I do. It's not, uh, it's not my strongest program, but I, I know how to put together videos and I know simple masking and, um, transformation effects, but uh, I, I couldn't jump onto a production team and be their editor without some assistance. <laughs> Did you come from Final Cut? No, I um, I, I actually did come from Final Cut. That was the first program I learned. Mm -hmm. But I come from photography, so my background is Photoshop and, and Lightroom mm -hmm. and um, a lot of Illustrator now too. And so Premiere has been something that I've, I've picked up a lot more in the past year. And I always used it, but it was like, I'm going to cut this video, put some transitions, clean up the audio, um, maybe do a little of color grading, and then I'll shoot it out. And it's gotten a lot easier to use. Um, I remember just trying to start a project. It was like, oh, well, which which engine am I supposed to be using and what format? Mm -hmm. And now you can just kind of dump your video and get started, which is really nice. <laughs> mm. Now, do you ever edit uh, a video before importing it into an Instagram and turning it into a reel? Uh, for most of the reels that I make, I will use Premiere Rush on my phone. Okay. Uh, and that's just to use the duration settings where you can speed speed things up to, you know, up to 20 times faster. Um, and sometimes it'll be easier if I'm trying to sync something up with audio. Uh, I'll drop the audio in there and, and have my cues. But I don't do anything wild with it because I think I think reels are, are meant to to feel amateur and, and homebrewed, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there's some really high production ones that, that do really well, too. But sure. uh, a lot of times when I when I make a reel, I'm just kind of like, oh, this would be funny. And I, I do it. It probably takes me up to half an hour to do most of them. Yeah. Some of them, if, if there's a lot of trimming clips back. But usually I just record myself doing something and and bring it into the reels in pieces just yeah. through Instagram. Yeah. Maybe true film doesn't belong on, on that form of social media. I used to love Vimeo when Vimeo first came out and yeah, I used too. a little bit of YouTube, but Vimeo was always like a little more uh, like artistic, mm -hmm. you know, like uh, artists for sure. Yeah. It always had the higher media. quality. Yeah. And it had like mm -hmm. unlimited quantity, I think of upload space and stuff back in the day. Yeah. Something that I admired about you the before we ever talked the first time and, and really, was really what caught my eye was that you had shared, I don't even think it was reels because reels were not popular yet. It was a video on Instagram of how you edit your photos. And it was like yeah. you shared screen and uh, you talked about all the apps that you use and step by step mm -hmm. showed that. And I hadn't seen that before in the community. Um, and it makes you like a lot more approachable because you know, I see a lot of these guys and it's not to hate, but like, you know, they're, they, they have these things sacred to them and, um, you know, and that's fine to each their own. But, um, I like yeah. that you, you want to share. And I think that's like the educator in you. Right. Yeah. I think, I think you nailed it. I think, I think there's some, I, I, I think sacred is, is a good word for it. Sometimes it's just kind of ego, right. It's like, right. no, this is my, my special process and I can't share it. Um, maybe, 
because they feel it's super special or maybe people are insecure about seeing how people seeing how the uh how it's made (laughs) but i i always like to to be as uh full disclosure as possible and i i like for people to go out and try doing things too i think that's what i really enjoy about the internet Uh, i think when when people are kind of making stuff and influencing each other in positive ways and getting excited about what everyone else is making having fun um the more i can can help that happen the the better (laughs) yeah yeah it's really easy to get inspired looking at at least in the plant sector of social media man i saw that photo contest you did using only you could only use your mobile phone that's Mm -hmm. that's cool and then these reels that you're making now too man i mean people might not realize that you can make a a very well uh cut up video to on on that application on instagram's reels you can and, yeah and really make it to the music and and everything man and yours have been incredible like seeing the flower uh blue it's still like a little bud and then the next frame it, it opens up i mean yeah that's some pioneering stuff i didn't start seeing that kind of stuff until recently i don't know who's mm-hmm. who was the first one to do it but it's really cool i see east yeah. coast camacho doing it too mm-hmm. yeah it's cool man yeah, it's it's super fun and I don't know, I I never I never consider myself to be um an originator of something, you know, sure. death of the author and all that. Like maybe I thought I thought of it and then I'm just like, oh someone else did it and oh, someone else did a better job. That's cool too. Um I do think like I mean I did have that little thing with Giromaggi, uh, you know, that Italian plant nursery. Giromaggi, you know. They're you're importing. Well, uh, no, they they basically took one of my reels and remade it frame for frame. <laughs> Did they do the remix? <laughs> no, no, no. They, and they, they they cut the audio. They didn't even use you know you can use people's audios. And there's a weird disconnect between TikTok oh. and, and and Instagram. It's oh. a lot easier to to go off of the original on TikTok than on Instagram. But anyway, they they like basically remade it and uh, they they basically took the text made it a little different and i was just like this is kind of weird um what was the not... caption what was the caption were they promoting uh, so, something so it's the one with the michael jackson yeah they were promoting their website so it was an advertisement it was it was fully commercial mm-hmm. and that's where i was like I, i've decided i do have a problem with this because you're not here to have fun you're here to sell something yeah um and i mean i sell stuff sometimes too but it, yeah, I'm, yeah. i don't care if i sell things or not but yeah, so the, the caption for mine was when you're excited to visit your plants, but they're all pricks. And it's like me walking into the nursery and getting poked by everything. <laughs> and then their caption was uh, when you love all your plants, even though they're pricks or something like mm. that. And then it's them walking into the nursery and touching all <laughs> getting pricked. No, yeah. If it's not somebody um, I know, like Plantly, this uh, platform that I'm working with, this uh, plant selling platform, they repost yeah. my reels, but they ask for permission always. But yeah. like, if it's somebody that you don't know, and imagine if they go to stand to make, I don't know, what if that that promotion made them a hundred thousand dollars and they used your right. stuff? You know, I know you don't strike me as the type of person that cares about making money on social media, but uh, I'm sure there's going to yeah. come a point with the following like you have and with mm-hmm. uh, the education and your ability to present that I don't know has has it already become monetary at all? Uh, not really. I mean, okay. I think to be honest, I think I could monetize it for a sure. lot better, and I just. I just don't, yeah. um, you know, I, I, I guess I've developed a brand, but I don't really push it very much. And when I make things, I don't really put it on there. I've had quite a few people ask if we want to do stuff together and they're like, yeah, we can put cactus update on there. And I'm like, hey, I mean, that sounds okay. 
but I, I'm not really that excited about something like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, on the other end, I, I just, I don't want to feel, nobody wants to feel used either. Yeah, right? of course. So, um, so yeah, some people, I, I posted about it and some people went and left a bunch of nasty comments. Yeah, 10,000 people bad went and attacked him. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, well, well, whatever. And then they, they commented, but you know, it was a missed opportunity to just be like, Oh, we love this video and made our version. I would have never thought anything of it, right? Well, but it's also not like it was completely my original idea. I used someone else's audio. Who the version I saw was somebody touching hot engines trying to do an, an oil change. So I was like, yeah. Well, the let, internet's weird. <laughs> let's say that this becomes, which I think is going to for a lot of us that are very active, uh, it becomes more than a passion and it accidentally becomes our, our livelihood. We're going to have to look mm -hmm. out for these kinds of things. You know, that's the problem. Yeah, without exactly. having, I don't want to have to put a watermark on my photo or something like that, no, you know, but, but it's getting mm -hmm. to that point, you know, yeah, where you have imposters and they have 10,000 followers and they're pretending to be you like it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's bizarre. And I mean, same, you know, you're growing your podcast and you're mm -hmm. learning who who's a good partner and right. who's who's looking to to see what they can get out of you instead, which is. Luckily, not most people in the plant community. I think I think we're we're mostly pretty cool group. <laughs> I'm interested in uh, combining minds with people and creating. A, I was just talking to, to my girlfriend about this yesterday. Creating a platform mm -hmm. like Instagram, but solely for plant people. And uh, mm -hmm. also, I want to start this like a uh, plant delivery service where I will not only offer like my own plants and deliver them locally because I've been delivering groceries and like being out in the neighborhood. And I, I've discovered that yeah. I like love being outside and like living because my job's mm -hmm. always inside. And so I was right. like, man, what if we could do something like this with plants? Like, like, you know, somebody wants these plants and with a driver picks it up. Like some, one of the contractors decides, Oh, I want this order goes and picks it up. And, mm -hmm. uh, I was hoping that it could also like lead into this nonprofit to where I can help like people recovering from addiction and mental health and mental health and yeah. uh, like incarceration rehabilitation programs, like working with the nurseries and stuff. So, um, I don't know, lately my creativity, I don't know, maybe it's mm -hmm. spring, um, yeah. cause it came from a dark place recently, Oops. but it's been <laughs> booming, dude. I've been like, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. You know, that's great, man. I love that. Yeah. Inspiration strikes. Right. Yeah, man. And, I think that could be a really interesting thing too. And I feel like the bigger, it would be more applicable. It would be a bigger market if it was houseplants. Sure. Of course. Exactly. <laughs> Cause every, everybody has houseplants, but I wonder if it could, if there could be a, like a service model with it too. Like, Oh, have you fertilized your plants lately? Sign up for our biannual fertilizer. Like, you know, right. little weird things like that, that nobody thinks of and that will help them have their plants thrive. Yeah. Yeah, like I want to put these put uh, something better here. recovering addicts into the into the nursery and have them propagate, you know, and yeah, and, structure. You know, what, a, what a good feeling for them too to yeah to grow something and to yeah, yeah it's, it's a nice thing, and I, I love that. I think I hope, we have so many people, you can grow. so many people that are capable and you know just absolutely mm -hmm. talented in the plant community, man. Totally agree. Yeah. So, yeah, so what what do we want to talk about? Um, well, I was going to say, another, I was going to give you another compliment. I'm sorry that I keep inviting oh. you with them. But uh, I was looking through <laughs> your posts recently, and uh -huh. like today and yesterday, and I realized that there are not a whole lot of trophy-sized fucking, and we talked about this last episode, but mm -hmm. um, 
you don't strike me as the type of person that's going and getting that next $3,000 specimen and then staging right. it and potting it and putting it up like within five minutes of getting it. And like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like just very flashy. You post your, your smaller plants, your, your little medium sized plants. You're not so pretty plants, you know? Uh, and I remember you said you liked watching them grow from a small plant rather than purchasing yeah. a large plant. I like that Definitely. a lot, man. I like that. Thanks. I, I appreciate that. And I mean, Full disclosure, part of it is I, I love big plants, but I, I can't really afford them anyway, which I, I know there's like hundreds of plants behind me, but, <laughs> um, you know, buying a bunch of small plants is a lot different than buying one huge one. But um, yeah, I, I try and show all sides of, of growing cacti. And I, you know, I don't want anybody to have any illusions about me as a grower. Like I, I have split plants, I have rotting plants, I have plants with spider mites. Um, and you know, that's, I, I, I want to, I keep them all, of course, and, well, the dead ones I throw under the bench, but I think, I think it's, it's a healthy way to represent the plant hobby because otherwise people will say, oh, I need these huge trophy plants. I need custom pots and I, I can't, this plant has a scar or whatever. And I'm a utter failure because I killed something. It's like, I kill stuff all the time. <laughs> Yeah, man, it depends yeah. on the type of person you are. But like, even mm-hmm. myself on social media, I do struggle with that sometimes. I'll be like, I'll see this person get like the tenth dopest plant in like three three days in a row, and I'm like, man, I'm never gonna be that. I'm never gonna. My greenhouse yeah. is never gonna look like that. I get down on myself. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's like, uh, you just have to get back. Like, go exercise that that passion that you like. You know, that engage in yeah. the plants again. You know, and it's hard. I mean, you know, I get like. I'll walk around my neighborhood and I'll be like, man, I wish, I wish I could afford to put a porch on my house. And like, yeah. I, you know, we all, we have all, all, we compare ourselves. We can't help it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like, so, so I, I want to ask you a question it, on the path that you're on right now. Well, actually what's changed since the last time I talked to you and, and where's cactus update headed at the moment? I think, What's changed? I think my greenhouse was finished between then. Mm-hmm. Maybe I had already finished it. Um, Two thousand more plants since I talked to you. <laughs> honestly, more than anything, everything's gotten bigger pots, mm. so the the space filled up really fast. Because I like here. Let me flip this. But a lot of that stuff you grow, right? Like a lot of the stuff I- that you have. Uh oh. We will be right back. We are having technical difficulties. There we are. I'm back. There we are. <laughs> so All right. I was trying to flip my camera. Um, so a lot of these plants, like these were in two inch pots. Mm-hmm. So I probably moved about 40 pots from two inches from these mm-hmm. to four. Wow. So that took up a bunch of space. And then I moved a bunch of plants like these that were in seedling pots that were this size. Mm-hmm into this size so you can see that space just exploded um but they're going to grow a lot faster now and they'll be happy about it so so you know here's the whole greenhouse space it's a huge mess but that's okay no dude um so i mostly i just try and come out here and organize i'm still grafting I'm, i'm growing from seed but i did lose a huge batch of of really nice seeds what went wrong? A couple hundred <laughs> seedlings. Um, I thought it would be cool to grow them under my bench. And they were doing great. And then one day I came out and they were just 
everything ate them or they all brought it. I don't know what happened. They were just all gone. Mm. <laughs> so I think I'm, I'm, I took a break from growing from seeds. Cause so I, I, you know, I, I was disappointed and I didn't like have a meltdown about it, but I lost motivation. I think that's how yeah, I internalized yeah. these things. Um, so I'm ready to start again. I'm going to just go back to my grow, grow space in the bathroom <laughs> and then bring them back out. Um, another weird thing that happened was my front yard. Uh, somebody came and, and stole about 15 plants from it. I saw that. Yeah. And they, they hit our whole neighborhood, which I shouldn't make me feel better, but it made me feel better. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It made me feel like I wasn't targeted. Yeah. Um, because it gave me this feeling that they were going to come to the greenhouse next mm-hmm. at first. Um, but it was, you know, our neighborhood poacher. And so I kind of let the front yard go to shit for probably six months. Cause I was like, I, I don't know why I'm working hard and putting money and time and sweat for this, for somebody to just come and steal my, my work. And yeah. they took plants that I had been growing for, for eight years. Like there were things you can find at home Depot, but yeah, I'd, I'd found them at home Depot eight years ago and I, they had grown really nice. Um, do you think I they were finally, valuable? Did the guy like plants or was he just a dick? Uh, well, I know who, who did it. Oh, okay. Well, we'll have to <laughs> say his, names, his, but his whole, Oh, well, I mean, it, I, I think it's Matthew Bernstein or okay, some shit. Fuck you, um, Matthew Bernstein. Yeah. Um, so he was buying, stealing highly ornamental stuff. So he, I think the most valuable plant he took was probably a Browningia Erdilingiana, yeah. which I had grown. I bought in a two inch pot at Lowe's like six years ago and I grew it in the front yard. It was, it's probably three or four feet. Man. It was perfect. It was, it was deep blue, long spines. It was like a, a specimen. Yeah. Um, so that was the first plant I noticed was gone because that was kind of the centerpiece of one of the mounds um and then he sold a bunch of really ornamental stuff like or oreo serious trollii like the old man cactus the old mm-hmm. lady cactus he stole a big blue barrel um which was nice but it's also crafting how did you figure it out it was him <laughs> so i went on facebook marketplace mm-hmm. well i posted to, to our neighborhood forum and they're like yeah us too like six other houses um and i posted to the local cactus group facebook page and a lady mentioned this guy she's like hey i went and bought plants from this guy and i had a really bad feeling about it and changed my mind um and his whole business model is stealing plants from people's landscaping selling them on facebook marketplace and if you look at his ads they're like all these clearly dug up plants just all in his apartment and he's like oh yeah i'm a landscaper and people i i save plants and sell them and it's just like no you don't um and somebody sent me the listing of the browningia yeah. Um, he sold it for 75 bucks. Probably so does he have knowledge? Like does he have knowledge? You think he, no, he just called it blue cactus. What an idiot. Um, wow. he has ornamental knowledge. That's a spit in so the face. old, yeah. Old man of the Andes, old mm. lady cactus, fire barrel. Oh, he Googled, they were all he Googled those. Yeah. Yeah. Or, I mean, so, and he didn't take the actual valuable, like I had two, uh, creeping devils out there mm-hmm. um i had some really nice cresting plants there's a ariocarpus fisheratus in the ground so he took stuff that was mostly just sentimental like some stuff my dad had grown from seed like a big ferrocactus pilosus that was one of my very first cactus um then mm-hmm. i had got it when it was the size of a baseball and it was you know it was actually flowering um but you know shit happens yeah, that's man. just i contacted the police i contacted his 
parole officer, everybody made reports. He had a record. He had been out of jail for selling stolen property. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just, um, I don't know. I just decided that I wasn't. Was there surveillance? You know, uh, my camera didn't pick it up. I have a camera out there and I don't know why I didn't. So I put it in a better spot and I, I got, I went nuts in the front yard again. And, you know, I recently re-landscaped all of it. I, I graveled it and I added some, some rocks. And you know, so um, I'm excited about having a front yard again. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you probably seen posts of it. Well, but, I hope uh, he's still in jail, man. And uh... He's not. <laughs> I can't figure out what's worse in my head, like stealing from Habitat or stealing from residential, like for, like for something like that, where it was so sentimental to you. Yes, we care yeah. a lot as a humanity about the plants and Habitat, but when that's something that has meaning to you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That you can't put a dollar sign on and the guy yeah. just comes and takes it right off your property. Like mm-hmm. Arizona, you can get shot for that, right? <laughs> uh, maybe. I, that's, I think it's more of a Texas, Florida style, but oh. maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I just remember hearing Arizona has open carry laws. We do. I don't know if we have a stand your ground kind of thing. Um, but yeah, and it's like big picture. It's not that big a deal. Like, yeah, I don't mean to stay on this yeah, crazy. It, it didn't devastate an ecosystem or anything, but you know, personally it, it was like, it, it was a, it was a shitty few days. Like I, it's, I couldn't stop finding him and I knew where he lived and I, I was going to go confront him (laughs) and you know, my wife was like, don't please don't like, you know, if, if he can figure out which house he stole yours from, like, it's not worth it. You know, we have our baby and all this, like, you know, right. You're right. It's not worth it. Um, Can you see the greenhouse from outside the property? Not really. You need to like come around and look and you can't really see it. Like if you, let me see if I don't screw this up. This is a big thing. Vice did a story about plant theft actually yeah right becoming more and more common but like ten thousand dollar specimens fifty thousand dollars it's bad tropicals yeah. yeah so you can see my neighbor's house that's mm-hmm. my yard i'm actually in a weird spot where there's no alley and i actually have three houses four houses around me mm-hmm. you know usually you have but uh so there's another neighbor and then over here is just more houses so there's, you can't actually look in my yard unless you come up to the wall so at least yeah. there's that. <laughs> How big is that thing? The greenhouse? Yeah. It's 10 by 20 feet. What's like the main, uh, what are the main structures made out of? So it is two by twos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two by twos. And shade um, cloth? Which to be honest, it's, yeah. So, you know, it's not like the strongest structure. Um, it was inexpensive to build it out of right. two by twos compared to two by fours. Um, but I might've, I bought a kit with these little joints and then, yeah, there's 50% shade cloth going on the South side and from East to West, mm-hmm. West to East is actually there. And then on the back, I just have a mosquito screen, mm-hmm. um, just to keep critters out because I, I use uh, systemic in here. So I don't want, I don't want to hurt any pollinators. Yeah. Um, but the north side really doesn't need shade cloth. The sun never really makes it all the way over there, mm-hmm. I don't think. But yeah, and then I did add a roof out of corrugated um, polycarbonate, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the like roof the poly, I added. The poly uh, sheets? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they have a little roof. Mm-hmm. Um, 
so I added the root. I left it open all of last summer, which was super fun because it had a ton of airflow. Uh, they got the plants got rained on, which was awesome. Yeah. Um, but then around October, you know, winter's coming and it's not as ominous here, but <laughs> you still don't want a lot of these plants to sit wet in the cold. So I added a roof, uh, probably cost me about 500 bucks to build a 10 by 20 foot roof out of two by threes, two by fours and that corrugated poly. Awesome. And the roof can come off if I really want it to. It's, it's all bolted in from the inside, mm. but I'll probably just leave it covered this summer. Um, and then it was wrapped in plastic all winter and now it's all open. Um, I think that's something people take for granted is how important ventilation is yeah. for plants. People um, seal them they a like lot, right? They seal them? Yeah. Yeah. They seal them and then they get fungus and then they get spider mites and they don't understand why plants aren't growing. It's like they need, they need air circulation. Like yeah. it's, it's a huge thing. And then, yeah. You don't even so. have to run any fans in that one, huh? You got airflow. Just I do run through. one. I, I have a fan that runs. Well, what did I do? Man, no, you're totally right, man. I, I would do one like this for sure. I'm not like the, the sealed ones. It seems like uh, something you would do for like growing indoors, you know, you want to yeah, or it. growing in on the East coast or colder climates. Sure, they have yeah. no choice, but if you're in California, in Arizona, open your greenhouse up if you can, if you've got, if you're lucky enough to have one. I know there's, there's, that's a privilege. You don't have to heat. Um, but, in so, well, so the first, the, the fan turns on when it hits 95 in here. Mm -hmm. So it might kick on. You can see it's uh, no big deal. 95 I don't know degrees. if you can read that. It's 88, 88 right now. So it's gone up two degrees since we started. Um, in the winter, covering it, um, nine out of 10 days, the heater doesn't need to kick on. Mm -hmm. There were probably about, well, more, more often than that. There were probably 10 days that the heater kicked on to keep it from getting below 38 in here. Yeah. Um, and really I just, I have like this little dinky house heater mm. that it's a, like an electric one. It's Sp an electric one, heater? regular voltage. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a space heater. It's it's a round one. It's a common brand. It's like a, it's a Honeywell. Looks like a fan. And it, right? Uh, no, it, it looks like a little garbage can. Oh. <laughs> um, and it it pushes air out three three hundred and sixty degrees, which oh, cool. which is nice. Um, it was more than enough when I was using my smaller greenhouse. It would actually never get below forty in there. Uh -huh. Here it it kept it from ever going below thirty six. I think was the coldest it was in here. Hmm. Although there were a couple mornings that. Uh, something didn't happen with with the thermostat system I have set up, and it, it did get freezing in here for an hour or so. Nothing died. I want to ask you something. So I, I have this uh -huh. crappy old hoop house. It's like 15 feet, and uh, it's metal. And the frame is still pretty good. But what I was thinking, now that I'm seeing what you're doing, and I've seen other people do this. Uh, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. Sorry. Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, well, with the airflow thing, especially because I'm in Southern California, um, instead of the poly greenhouse cover that I have on it, do you think if I reinforced each side, like I was going to build doorways on each side, put mosquito net, the same thing like the magnetic mosquito net, but instead of having mm -hmm. poly, just do straight up shade cloth so that it's like a shade room as opposed to – Yeah. Yeah. Right? I think so, and then cover it in the winter. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's the only thing is cover it – I mean if you – we, Maybe we your winters rarely, are even more mild. Rarely. 
do we have? I haven't had. I didn't have any plants freeze. I'm sure we dropped below 38, but it's yeah. it's rare. It's the winter rains more than anything. That's you oh, don't want okay. soggy soggy dormant plants more than anything. Um, yeah. So if you can come up with an option to not let them be wet if they're not growing, I mean my greenhouse gets hot enough in the sum in the winter. I was still watering every two weeks because mm-hmm. um, it was still hitting 90 degrees in here, but. It depends. Um, and the reason I disappeared for a second there is because I, I have an 11 o'clock meeting. So oh, do you I'm going to gonna go? do this. We're going to, not yet. Uh, I'm going to have to go in like 13 minutes. Okay. <laughs> I didn't realize how much time had gone by already. So Sorry, I, I pushed that. this back 15 no, don't minutes. Be. I'm glad I didn't try to push it any further, man. I enjoy That's talking okay. to we, you, man. Oh, me too. Yeah. Um, so we still have time, but I was just Cool. Keeping an eye on. For the listeners, Actually. this is possibly going to be the first video that I've ever uploaded onto Spotify. Spotify is still in beta for video podcasts, um, mm-hmm. but I'm going to possibly try it. So why don't we spend what little time we have left taking a look at you know some of uh, whatever whatever your heart fancies. And I'll look at these comments. I got some comments, some funny ones. Some questions? Too. Yeah, funny comments. Yeah, is, is there anything you, you want to see? Um. I would love to see um, this is my this is what was holding my phone up <laughs> your pride your pride uh seedlings that are growing up you know maybe some um so these are some I know there some people don't like graphs but I'm really excited oh, I know you love about them. some of these hybrids uh-huh um I'm not sure how close I can get is it gonna focus yeah you think no you got it's not there you go right all there. right we'll get that close right there, yeah. so these are plants I grew from seed these are Fischerottis uh, hybrids with Cochabianus. So I'm really excited about them because I think they make some of the most beautiful hybrids. Slash variegated. And they're on these really low. Is that variegated? Yeah, this one's variegated. Wow. Yeah. And it's on these really low graphs. So it'll be hidden over time. Um, this is a cauliflower Cochabianus hybrid. Mm-hmm. Um, and some of these are just like plants I've grown from seed. Um, so that's, that's always super fun. A lot of the seedlings are inside. Have you had any uh-huh. trouble keeping, uh, the Astros I'm really excited about. Oh, beautiful. Have, Go ahead. You, have you had any uh, trouble oh, keeping, sorry. keeping the scions on those, uh, grafted areas? Like how long is, did they last? Like, have you had one on there for a few years on a small graft like that? Oh, hold on. The sand kicked on. Oh, that's there okay. we go. Um, so the grafts, no, once, once they take, they stay. The only problem I've ever had is, is the stock sometimes dies. Mm. Um, so I, I stopped using golden barrels for that reason. They, they've tended to be, they can be really good, but mm-hmm. sometimes they just give up or they just rot. Um, so these, these Astros are super cool. They're, um, they're gold super Kabutos. Cool. And you kind of see them next to the other ones. And that's not. That's not staining. When I post these, people are always like, what do you do for the stains? I'm like, no, they're, they're, they're just yellow. Um, so I'm really excited about these. Is that something you uh, crossed these yourself? Types. I bought these seeds from a Ukrainian seller, which hopefully they're doing okay. Cool. Um, so I just bought 10 seeds and I got four plants and they were all true to the description to gold super K. Awesome. Um, and then some V types, which super fun um these asterias can be tough to grow uh nicely because they tend to split a lot Hmm. you can see this one's got a little bit of scarring um 
know. How come they <laughs> like crinkle up split. under sometimes? I'll get an Astro and it'll look beautiful on top, but then underneath it's like distorted <laughs> and crinkled up. Uh, they just, yeah, they're thirsty. So mm. you can see, actually, this this is a pretty good example of one like that. Mm, mm, yeah. So yeah, something like that. this is dehydrated. Okay. Um, and it's a really fickle situation because you want to water them more, mm-hmm. but if they're not ready, they're just rot on you. Or if you overdo it, <laughs> they'll split on you. Um, so it's, I don't know. I, I think Asterios are pretty cool, but I, I think they can be um, some of the most frustrating plants to grow because I'll come out here and, you know, there'll be three plants in a row and they'll all be showing signs of growth. And I'll be like, sweet. And then I'll, I'll water them. I'll come out a couple of days later. And one of them is just like totally rotten for no reason. Um, that never happens with, with Ariocarpus. Mm. I, people are really afraid of them. And I really, I think they're pretty easy to grow. Um, yeah, they do need water. And I think that's what happens is people don't water them enough. Do you start your um, seedlings in the winter? Go ahead. Do you start your seedlings in the winter? My seedlings? Yeah. I start them whenever. Um, I think late winter is a good time if you've got your heat map. Inside? Because then you can bring them out. Yeah, inside. Cool. Um, definitely, I can't bring them out. I can't start them in the winter out here. Right, right, right. Um, here, this is a... I'm trying to make a... a so, supposedly, there's a hybrid of steno steno cactus with thilo cactus mm-hmm. um, or a kinofusilo cactus if you're if you like to call it that uh where is mine here it is so in theory they so shouldn't be able to cross but they do well i think there's a lot of intergeneric hybrids out there mm. so they could so this is you can kind of see how it's got both i don't know if that's in focus for you yeah um so i'm trying to make some too let's see i got my little Micro swab here, and I think I got some with this with this bimetathelus. Awesome! It looks like some fruits forming on one of them. That one didn't take, but this one looks like it's going for it on the left side. So mm. that'll be fun. Now, um, this is some of the stuff I'll have at the market pop up. When's that for sale? Uh, April thirtieth. Where? Where? Some plants from my dad. Where's that happening? Say that again. Where's that happening? Uh, I actually don't know. <laughs> it's in Eagle Rock. Oh, cool. Um, LA with Cactus and... Quest? Yeah, Cactus Quest will be there. Yeah, I saw the flyer. Uh, Insane Succulents, Mellowist. It was originally going to be at the Mellowist, but they changed the date, and we're going to to join that one instead. I'll have to come out, man, because that, a... that looks awesome, and I love Eagle Rock. It's like yeah, a part of LA. I've got... A... I've been. Oh, look, there's Penny. She's got her chicken. Good girl. I'm sorry. I have another um, question for you. So, uh, first, as many grafting, as you like. grafting seedlings, uh, what do you think mm-hmm. the, the best age of the seedling is to, to start grafting it for like a permanent graft? Like some of those. So, you have. I, I will graft them when they're smaller than a pea. It's more, more wow. size than age, right? Wow. Yeah. Um, so, if we go back to like these when i grafted all of these they were let's see 
trying to grab a like the size of a six-month-old loaf, for example, right? They were wow. they were smaller than this um, with with their taproot, but the mm-hmm. the head was was smaller than that. And I put them on there with no no pressure. I just I put it on and I give it a little twist, mm-hmm. and then I put them in a humidity dome in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, so like like these are these are beyond a good size. They're they're plenty big. Um, like here's some tiny guys. Cool. Like even these are much bigger than I normally do. But I think like with Ariocarpus, it's when you see them making some tubercles is a good reference. Yeah. With Astros, it's when you see a few aerials. I'd say the same for for loaves. I have um, these aerials I want to graft, dude. But the last time I tried, the tubercles got in the way. So I was like, I needed maybe try netting or some other form. Uh, well, I mean, I. I do no pressure. Just pressure, nothing holding onto it. You you rub it in there, and you said you put a humidity dome on it. Yeah. So I just huh. so picture me holding that little that little P, mm-hmm. the little head of the Ario, and I just That's slide it on it. the Fedesk or whatever, and I give it a little twist to push the air out, and then that's it. Cool. Um, and then I do the same with the butt. This is actually a butt graft. So every one you do, you should try and do the butt as well. All right, I know you have a couple minutes, so let me just throw these shout outs here. Cuddy, yeah, do you, Cuddy do you have the time for me? That's 11 55. Tell me how cool. to enhance my cactus. That's from Cuddy Greenery. <laughs> <laughs> cactus Dan Man. Well, you got to get your flowers first, mm. right? Mm. You got to get your. And, you know, sorry, I, I'm hoarding these. I'm not going to sell any of these really beautiful flowers. But, uh, you know, I think. I, I'm as offended by the glued on flower, maybe not, but I, I hate them too, but you know, it's more fun to laugh about it and, and inform people. At least you save them. Be on a high horse. At least well, you save them. <laughs> kind of. I, <I'm, laughs> someone said that once they're like, well, at least it went to a good home. And I was like, yeah, yeah I'm going to graft on it though. And they're like, Oh, I don't know what's worse. Cutting, cutting their heads off or putting plastic flowers on them. I saw a and tray like, oh, of, of mellow cactus azurus covered in uh-huh. those enhanced flowers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. All right, here There's we one. go. Cactus Dan Man. How much do you love Altman, Altman plants flowers? There, I can't get enough of them. See, they're in my own collection. Oh, there's a mellow <laughs> with one. Yeah, that's what you were talking about. Yeah, the, dude. So, and I, I'm just, I mean, I could pull it off, but I'm just going to let it push it off on its own. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, real flowers are nice and all, but you can count on the the enhanced plants 24-7 if you want to see a bloom. Year-round. So you can't go wrong, right? Yeah. There's a couple of little loaf flowers. Excelsior Cactus said, going on? grafting cacti, cultivars, and growing from seed. How did you get into all this? Well, that's a long story. I had a funny one. You can answer them while I pull up this funny one. Yeah, uh, the short answer is my dad. It's uh, he and I. We we really like to to learn about plants together. He taught me a lot. He taught me almost everything I know, right? Um, and then we learn about things. We try things together. We tried a lot of grafting, and we, you know, he's super encouraging, um, and we we encourage each other. We we trade grafts. Like this is one that he did right here. Amazing. So it's just. It's super fun. 
Where did this comment Turn go? It's the last on. one. I liked it. Oh, here we go. If Cactus Update were to cast a cactus movie, who would be the Mammalaria? <laughs> <laughs> who has that? I'm getting tired of all these people talking shit on Mammalaria lately. Uh, that was nopolito.arte. Uh, that's funny. Who would be the Mammalaria? That's the bottom shelf. You know what? Um, that, no, I, I, think, I think it would be a real top-tier guy. Um, who's the guy that always does the Shakespeare stuff, and he played the Green Goblin. He's a super, he's not exactly handsome, but he's an incredible actor. Mm, Come mm. on, Penny. I, I think he was referring to people in the plant community, but I'll accept your answer. Oh, 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 man. It's all good, dude. I know. I don't, you know, I don't know if I have the, I don't know if I have the, uh, the guts to to put someone down like that. <laughs> well, Alex, you're very entertaining, especially on your Instagram. You keep things interesting, and I, I appreciate your consistency too. You know, because it's hard to keep posting and be engaged and uh, do what you do, man. And I, I ask you questions all the time privately, and you always answer them. And other people have told me how gracious you've been, man. So. Um, I really want to do this, though. I, I want to push you to um, come up with some kind of lecture, and I'll compensate you to come on. So, like, you, especially if this video goes well, maybe, I don't yeah. know, you can share screen, or perhaps you can uh, demonstrate some kind of plant thing, and I'll compensate let's, you uh, for sure. Let's graph some babies. Yeah, let's okay. Some teeny guys. We'll do an hour grafting sesh. Yeah, and I'll, I'll set up a real camera um, cool. so we can actually see what's going on. And Yeah, yeah send we'll, me we'll the... flush it out and... Send me the, the file. If you could send me the file, you know, and, and we could put it together. So like, yeah. we're, I'll have an external camera by then, too. That would be awesome, yeah. man. That would be great. Yeah. And it's always fun. Um, I always love the chat. I love answering questions. Uh, I like, like learning things with people. So thanks thanks for inviting me back. Yeah, and, man. Uh, I'm going to jump on another meeting now. <laughs> Hope all is well with the kids and the lady, man. Yeah, super good. I would have loved to chat about the babies too, actually. But right, uh, next time. Get to work. Peace. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Take care. If everyone could please like, review, and subscribe to the podcast and hit that share button, I would appreciate that greatly. Bye.